This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 656. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 656. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Oh my goodness. If you are like me, this is a week of just utter chaos. In our family, we are in the last two weeks of school. I have a lot of stuff going on with work and I'm recording this right after Memorial Day when I keep forgetting that it was a three-day weekend. So like my days have been off this whole week and it's just, I keep having to laugh because I don't know which way is up. Like I keep missing the mark on things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like where's my head? My head is in 18 million different places at once and it's it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. So we're in it together. If you are feeling like this where you're like, it's not working, it's not working. Like I'm feeling really scattered. I am right there with you. <laughs> I also know though that this is just a moment. It's a moment in time and this is how moments in time feel when we transition between seasons. And for our family, this transition between school year and summer always feels a little wonky. And then I happen to have a whole bunch of work commitments mixed into this season, which is a lot of really fun things that I'm excited about, but it adds to the pressure. And also, as many of you know, I am the parent association co-chair at Vinny School. And so this year, I just have like a lot of extra little things on my radar that I'm not used to having to hold space for. 
So, oh my goodness, it has been a lot of things. So if you are feeling that as well in this season, like hugs and high fives, (laughs) big hugs, big, huge high fives. We're doing a really exciting thing, a really special thing this week inside the Shameless Mom Academy that I wasn't planning on doing, but it really came out of where I saw a need and where I saw kind of a hole for moms right now with the state of the world, with some of the really hard things that have happened in the last few months when we have the pandemic for the last couple of years. And then we layer on top of that women's rights really being extremely jeopardized with this potential for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. And then we add to that gun violence that is just absolutely abhorrent and terrifying. The sense of powerlessness can be pretty overwhelming. And I know I've talked to a number of you and gotten messages and DMs and been in communication with a lot of you where that sense of powerlessness is really can be pretty crippling and it can lead us to feeling really, really stuck and afraid. And none of that is really productive. And I know we're tired. I know we're really tired, but I also do want us to stay productive. I want us to keep going. I firmly believe that moms are leading the charge and bringing on the change when it comes to reform, whether it is reform around women's rights, whether it's reform around gun violence. I think moms are leading the charge. I had the opportunity to listen to an interview with Shannon Watts, who is the founder of Moms Demand Action. She was on a podcast I listened to last week, and she was saying that there are currently 8 million moms inside of Moms Demand Action, which is more members than the NRA. And I felt this immediate sense of hope when she said that because I thought, oh my gosh, we're doing it. Moms are doing it. We are doing really big, really important things. But that doesn't mean we aren't tired, and that doesn't mean that we just aren't feeling like we're spinning our wheels sometimes and not being heard. So I'm opening enrollment for our membership community, Momentum Mamas, for just a few days this week because I know that we need a space to feel heard, to feel held. I wasn't going to reopen it until the fall, but I just can sense that we need this opportunity for us to connect, to be around other moms who are action takers, and also a place for us to practice using our voice and get more skills in leadership so that we actually have the skills to do something even when we don't know where to start. And that's what we do inside of Momentum Mamas. So if you are looking for a community and a place to build connections where you are in a position to improve your mindset and your self-talk, improve your sense of self and identity, and really kind of figure out who do I want to be in this moment and who am I becoming as the world unfolds in the ways that it is unfolding, if you're looking to improve your relationships with other people, whether that's in your workplace, in your community, in your household, in your marriage, in your extended family, if you're looking to improve your professional game and step into leadership in new ways, Maybe you're looking to improve your ability to take on more courageous and confident action on a more regular basis. And maybe you're looking to improve how you use your voice and your power in order to challenge the status quo. Those are all things that we do inside of Momentum Mamas. And so if you're like, holy cow, yes, I need some of that, then pop on over to shamelessmom.com slash momentum and you can see all the things that we do inside of Momentum Mamas. And also you can go ahead and enroll and join us if you'd like as well. Again, that's shamelessmom.com slash momentum. Enrollment is only open for a few days uh, until late Thursday night of this week. So that's very late on the night of June 9th. So if you're listening in live time, go ahead and pop on over and get all the information. And of course, I would love to have you join us. I would love to have you join us um, and start to be on calls with us and be in community with us and really have a community where you can lean in and connect with other moms and also just feel more empowered in your daily life. So now I want to dig into our 
content for today. And our content for today, I'm so excited about because what we're going to be talking about is pushing past the fear and the noise. And there's a lot of fear and noise right now. Oh my goodness, so much fear and noise, right? And I actually gave a talk on this last week. So last week I held my Tenacious Mamas Business and Leadership Mastermind Retreat. So that's where I brought together my business and leadership coaching clients. And we worked on what they need in their businesses right now. And how do you keep going? And how do you build and grow and scale in your business? And especially how do you do that in hard times and in heavy times? We looked at strategic planning for the rest of this year, strategic planning for 2023, all sorts of cool stuff. And as I was creating this content and then delivering it to that group of moms, I thought, oh my gosh, like they need this for their businesses, of course. But also the rest of you, regardless of whether or not you're building a business, I want to give you the tools that you need to push past the fear and the noise of this season. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, because I know that it is easy to get stuck in the fear. And especially I'm someone who's managed anxiety for almost my entire life. And so I know what it feels like when you get stuck inside the fear and you can't take action, or you are stuck inside this kind of analysis paralysis that comes with the fear, and you can't decide like which option is the best. And What happens in those moments is that we let fear drive. We let fear make our choices. And oftentimes, the choice that fear makes is inaction, where we just continue to sit in it. We continue to stay really stuck. We continue to listen to that inner critic voice that just gets louder and louder and louder. And we collect the wrong evidence. We collect evidence. We look at our lives and we think, I've never, I'm not good enough now and I've never been good enough. When we start to make these kind of nasty lists that look over evidence over the course of our lives and identify moments where maybe we've missed the mark or we failed or things didn't go the way we want. And we just use that as proof of like, yeah, see, this is why I should be fearful. And this can be a really messy and really dangerous cycle because first of all, it keeps us so stuck. But second of all, it really limits our ability to be agents of change and to challenge the status quo and step up and lead and be confident and courageous in our actions steps and how we use our voices. And these are things we really, really need right now. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So I want to talk through how you can push past that fear and how you can push past the noise. The noise that we're experiencing right now is really the noise of media, the noise of just being very, having like community collective fear, which is totally natural and absolutely appropriate right now. But when it gets to the point of like so much noise that we feel like we can't have clear thoughts and make a clear path to action, then that noise becomes troublesome because we don't want them we want to be informed citizens but we don't want to be consuming so much noise that we aren't action taking citizens so we want to be really careful with the noise the external noise and then we want to be really careful with that internal noise and that internal noise is that inner critic that i already mentioned that can get just louder and louder and louder so we have the fear and we have the noise and together we often let those things hold all the space and we stay out of action we stay sometimes increasingly isolated we stay in fear we stay in anxiety we stay sometimes in depressive states And what ends up happening is that we have a vicious downward spiral or just a state of complacency. And I know that people who listen to this show, I know the moms listening to this show, this large community of thousands of you, that's not who you want to be. That is not who you are becoming. And also sometimes that's all you can do. And so I'm going to invite you to step out of that fear, to step out of that downward spiral, to step out of that complacency so that we can keep moving forward. I feel like I constantly over the last couple of years keep sending out emails and doing podcast episodes and putting up social media posts about how we just have to keep going. And I know that's really, really hard, but it's what we have to do. That doesn't mean we don't take moments to sit down and cry and scream and take naps But also after the crying and the screaming and the taking naps, we get up and we keep going. 
Glennon Doyle says she calls this first the pain, then the rising. You can sit down in pain. You can be absolutely in a state of shock, a state of terror, a state of disbelief, a state of acute frustration or overwhelm. You can sit in that for a minute. And then the rising where you get up and you're like, yeah, I see you pain and fear. And now I'm going to do something about it. And this is what we're going to talk about today is how do we get into that place of doing something about it? So I'm going to talk you through five ways to push past the fear and push past the noise that I hope will be really helpful to you, whether we're looking at current events or whether you are listening to this episode in 2025 (laughs) and maybe the world is vastly different and you are needing this to apply in other areas of your life. So this should be something that can apply over the course of lifetimes because we're always going to be in situations where the universe is throwing us things that are really hard to handle, that we didn't see coming, that we don't know quite what to do with. So how do we push past the fear? The first thing that you're going to do, the first step is that you're going to acknowledge the fear. You're going to acknowledge it and you're going to be like, hey, fear, I see you. And I invite you to sit beside me because here's the thing, our fear can be really healthy. Our fear protects us. And so your fear has protected you in the past. If you think about a little kid at the park, a little kid at the park walks up to the top of like a platform where a slide is. And if you are, if you have a child like mine, my child had fear. So he would walk up to the top of that platform and he would walk to the edge of the platform And he would recognize like, oh, that's really far down. I'm not going to just walk right off of it because that healthy state of fear told him, don't just walk right off the platform. That might be really dangerous. Now, he couldn't like verbalize that, but he instinctually knew his fear was really healthy. I know some of you were like, yeah, that wasn't my kid. My kid walked right off the platform. We also know that this is true. Some children have no fear and they walk right off the platform. And we have to sometimes coach them around like, hey, this can be dangerous. And we have to coach them around sometimes instilling fear a little bit to keep them safe. So fear can absolutely protect us. And it has protected you in the past. But that doesn't mean that it needs to be or should be your default. So recognizing when you feel fear rising, or you have just, I mean, sometimes it's not fear rising. In the instance of, you know, news where there's school shootings and really big traumatic events, it's not fear rising. It is like we are just thrown into fear in the most visceral way. And so when we're in those situations, we have to stop and look and think, okay, fear is healthy. Fear is normal. Fear has protected me in the past. And hey, hello, fear. Thank you for being here in this moment, because sometimes I really do need you. Sometimes you keep me safe. In this moment, I don't need you. In this moment, I'm going to let you be in the passenger seat because I'm driving. The fear can sit beside you, but the fear does not get to drive. And so you tell that fear, you tell that voice in your head, that inner critic or that inner like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I can't move forward. You say, hey, fear, I see you. Thank you for protecting me in the past. I don't need you in this instance. So that's your first thing. You just acknowledge the fear. I'm not telling you to shove it aside. I'm not telling you to push it down. I'm not telling you to ignore it. I don't want you to bypass the fear because that's not healthy. That would be like toxic positivity. The fear should be there. The fear is a healthy, functional part of you and your life. But the fear does not get to drive because who you are becoming as an action taker is not someone who lets the fear drive. Number two, the second thing you want to do to push past fear is create space for growth mindset. 
when we are full of fear, when we're letting fear drive, we dive deep into fixed mindset. So the work of fixed mindset versus growth mindset, this is work done by Carol Dweck, D-W-E-C-K. She wrote a fantastic book called Mindset, which is oh, such a great read. I think everyone should read it. And it's really valuable for parents. I know Vinny's at school, they work on growth mindset. And I think it's so valuable for kids to have these lessons too. So if you haven't read growth, or if you haven't read Mindset by Carol Dweck, highly recommend. So Carol Dweck talks about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So our fixed mindset tells us like, you can't do that. That's not possible. You've never been good at that. Other people are better. And it's just this like really limited, sometimes really constricting mindset. And when we get full of fear, we go right into that place where we're like, oh my gosh, like there's not enough or I'm not enough or I can't do it. I don't have the skills. It's not possible. That's fixed mindset. We all know fixed mindset people. Some of us live with fixed mindset people, and that can be really hard to be around, right? If you're in a relationship, a friendship, if you're raising a child who has fixed mindset and like everything feels impossible all the time, that's really, really hard to be around. But sometimes we become that way ourselves, and it's really hard to be in that state for a very prolonged period of time as ourselves. The opposite of that is growth mindset. Growth mindset identifies like, yeah, this is hard right now, but I know I can figure it out. Yeah, this is hard, but I've been here before and I know how to adapt. Yeah, this is hard, but I can learn a new skill to build something or do something better in this instance. Yeah, this is hard, but I am really resourceful because I've had to figure out a lot of things in my life. So I know I can be resourceful enough to figure this out too. So growth mindset is very much this like, the world is your oyster. You can figure things out. You're adaptable. You always have and always will be able to find the next right step. Even if you fumble, even if you have to pivot, and even if you have to be really creative and nimble and innovative, you can do it. That's growth mindset. When we want to push past fear and push past the noise, we have to push ourselves into growth mindset. And when I say push yourself, I'm like, literally thinking like you might be pushing yourself. You might be feeling like, yeah, I'm kind of faking it. I'm kind of faking my growth mindset because there are those days where you feel like, holy cow, this is just so much. I don't know if I can do it. And then you have to remind yourself like, okay, but I want to be in growth mindset. I want to be the person that believes it's possible. How do I get there? So pushing yourself into that growth mindset space of, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I've done it before. And I've had to do this so many times. I know that having gone through the pandemic over the last couple of years, one of the first things I had to start telling myself at the beginning of the pandemic with my business specifically was, you know what? You pivoted your business in 2008, 2009 when the economy collapsed and you made it into something so much better than it was before. That was really scary. I literally almost lost my business overnight in 2008. And I was able to pivot it and shift it and build something, oh my gosh, like literally 30 times more profitable and more impactful than what I had before because I had to get creative and I had to get scrappy. So when things started to shift with the pandemic in 2020, it was the same. I had to remind myself, instead of going into this place of like scary and fear and what's going to happen and I don't know if I can sustain this, I had to remind myself you have been here before. You can get scrappy when you have to get scrappy. You are creative and you are adaptive and you are innovative, even if I don't like to be. <laughs> you can do all those things. And I had to remind myself that even when I was waking up day after day, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh my gosh, I don't know what this is going to look like. I had to go to that growth mindset of you've been here before. You're good at figuring things out. You're good at these shifts. You're good at these at adapting in these different ways. That's what makes you a good leader, a good entrepreneur. It's like that constant pep talk. That's number two. 
creating that space for growth mindset, even if you're pushing yourself into it a little bit. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Number three, the third way to push past fear and the noise is to collect different evidence. When we are in a state of fear, when we are thinking that we can't figure things out, that we're just feeling completely stuck, that there are no good options, that the world sucks and that people suck, and it's real easy to go to that place sometimes in these current times, we have to collect different evidence. We have to ask ourselves, what else is true? I know that there are things about the last few weeks that have made me just lose faith in humanity. 100%. Now, don't get me wrong, I didn't lose faith in all of you. <laughs> but when I look at the bigger picture, and I look at the people making the rules and the laws, oh, it's so easy to lose faith in humanity. And I have to ask myself, what else is true? And I will tell you, I'm going to revisit a stat that I gave you earlier in this episode. I will tell you that one of the things that has given me so much hope, and that has shown me what else is true, is that yes, there are lawmakers that will never step aside to protect our children and get guns off the streets or get rifles off the assault weapons off the street. 
But you know what else is true? There are millions of moms who are willing to fight until we do that if the lawmakers are not willing to do that. That is what is true. When Shannon Watts says that 8 million moms have joined Moms Demand Action, and that's more members than members of the NRA at this point, that's a huge truth. That is an incredibly powerful truth. So when you are in that place of feeling hopeless and feeling powerless, you have to ask yourself, what else is true? The other thing you can ask is, what is true and beautiful? So Glennon Doyle talks about this in Untamed. What is true and beautiful? When we're in those really hard, really sticky, really messy moments, what is true and what is beautiful? As I was watching pieces of news, I could only consume certain pieces of media content related to the massacre in Texas. But I saw a headline that said that one anonymous donor donated $175,000 for the burials of the children who lost their lives. And a day or so later, I saw a photo of some of the caskets. And what was true and what was beautiful in the most horrific scene that you could imagine is the ways that people went into a community to say, we are here for you. We are holding you. We are supporting you. We are giving your children what they deserve in this moment when they never deserved what happened to them, when you never deserved to be in this position. Absolute strangers were showing up and doing incredibly kind, thoughtful, generous things. While you never want to be in those really awful moments, there are always beautiful things in those moments. Mr. Rogers talks about like, look for the helpers and every, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like in every horrible situation, there's always helpers, look for the helpers. That's what is true and what is beautiful in those really ugly, really hard times that are fraught with fear. There's these little moments that you could have never seen coming and you think that is the good in the world. That's what I'm going to choose to look at in this moment. That is going to be the thing I hold for the next 10 minutes to get me through the next 10 minutes. And then 10 minutes after that, hopefully there's one more thing that I can grasp onto that gets me through the next 10 minutes. And then that becomes a snowball to get me to the next day and to get me into the next week and to get me into action and to get me to stand up and to get me to fight for what I want, for what I need, for what I believe in, and to become, to be the person I want to become. You have to collect the correct evidence. You have to collect the evidence that says that you can keep going, that you have been in hard times before and you can absolutely get through this hard moment, that fear can sit beside you that it doesn't get to drive because you have been able to overcome fear before in order to make great things happen. You have to collect that different evidence in order to keep going. You always get to choose the evidence that you collect in any given moment. I was talking to someone about this recently someone who's feeling really frustrated and overwhelmed by a series of events. And I said, I totally hear you. That is a lot of things at one time. But if all you're going to do is continue to keep track of all the things that are going wrong, all you're going to see is things that are going wrong. And that is a horrible space to be in for a long period of time. So you can keep that list of the 47 things that are going wrong and just keep adding to it 
Or you can look at like, what are the three things that are going right? And how do I add to that list? Again, not because we're bypassing the hard stuff, not because we're trying to just completely override it as if it doesn't exist. Yes, of course, acknowledge the hard stuff. But also, are you giving equal, if not greater space to what else is true, to what is true and beautiful in this moment, to everything that you have been through that have made you strong enough to be powerful in this moment? Number four, the fourth way to push past the fear and the noise is to talk through your fear and the noise with a safe person who gets your specific situation. And this might be really situation dependent. So there are people when I'm having a business panic and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. And I don't, should I do this option or that option? And where should we go from here? And I don't know which way. I have business friends that I reach out to and I say, hey, like I'm trying to decide between option A and option B. I have my business people who get it, who've been there, and they can really be my safe people to listen to. Because my partner, he'll be really supportive, but like he hasn't been there in the same way. He doesn't know the ins and the outs of my business and the nuance of some of the stuff that I do as a coach in serving moms to really speak to that. He'll be really supportive of any choice that I make, but he probably can't walk me through like three different options and tell me which one is best. But I definitely have other friends who can, other friends who are in the coaching industry, who are speakers, who've had online businesses for long times, who are, who've been running communities of women for a long time, like all those kinds of things. Now, if my fear is around raising my child, then I'm going to talk to someone else. So I probably would talk to my partner in that instance. I also have a really great community of moms and some of the moms in my community have really similar fears or deal with really similar issues. And so there's like a couple of them that I have on speed dial to be like, hey, this is what happened. This is what happened on the way to school tomorrow. Like, how are you dealing with this? I know your kid has similar feelings or challenges or strengths. And how are we managing all that? What do you do when these things show up? So who who are your safe people to talk through fears in specific contexts? whether it's professional, whether it's personal, whether it relates to parenting, whether it relates maybe to aging parents, whether it relates to a big transition in your life, maybe you're moving. I know I've had like multiple friends recently who've been done really big moves. The multiple friends, by the way, have moved to Portugal. So all of you who are moving to Portugal, I'm really jealous. You made the right choice. And like, that's another big thing where you're like, how do you talk through your fear of making a move like that? You find people who have done that before you. And you talk through with people who are safe to you. Who are your safe people going to be? If your fear is around something related to a traumatic event, then maybe you're talking to a therapist because that's a safe person. Maybe you're talking to a best friend or a sister because that's like the one person you want to confide in who you know can hold that space for that really, really big thing. So talking through your fear with a person who's safe, who gets your specific situation is really, really important. You don't need to just share it everywhere. You can, like if you're like me, you're a total extrovert. Sure, maybe you will put it out on the internet and ask everyone for feedback. But talking it through with a safe person who gets it and just having that one person as a sounding board often gives you a lot of space to just hear yourself process out loud. And sometimes you get to your own conclusions in surprisingly fast ways. I know the first time I did therapy on a regular basis, I was shocked by how much I could just explain a situation. And by the time I was done explaining it, I knew what the answer was for like the next right step. So I'd start off and be like, so I'm in this thing, the situation, I don't know what to do about it. And I would explain what was happening. And by the time I was done explaining, I was like, oh, so obviously I should just go do this thing. Like I would walk myself right into solutions very frequently. But sometimes it takes that external processing to be able to do that. 
Number five, the fifth thing that you're going to do to push past the fear and the noise is when your inner critic gets loud, you are going to channel your coach. So I'm a Step Into Your Moxie certified facilitator, and this is an activity that I do whenever I'm doing Step Into Your Moxie group facilitation. So I do this in with groups of women. I do this in cor- at the corporate level with leadership teams, which by the way, if you ever want to hire me for any of that, I love doing this work. It's so much fun. You can always reach out to me online and ask me more questions about this. But one of the activities that we do is this activity around critic, cop, and coach. And with the inner critic, this is the voice, the inner critic voice that's like, you can't do that. You're not enough. It's a lot of you're not enough talk. What you want to channel in those moments is channeling your inner coach. And I just gave you a handful of steps. Like, how do you channel your inner coach? You go to the questions I already asked you here. You channel your inner coach by recognizing like, hey, fear, you're there, but you don't get to drive. Or you channel your inner coach by saying like, yeah, this is a really hard time. Things are really ugly. And also what else is true? or what is true and beautiful. You channel your inner coach by saying like, hey, I'm not gonna let myself get into fixed mindset because I know that's not a healthy place for me. I know that will put me into a downward spiral or put me into analysis paralysis. So I'm gonna really work on my growth mindset in this moment. I'm gonna really push myself to see what is possible and to identify that there's more possible than I think in this moment. So that this number five step is being able to channel your own coach. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, I know you have those little inner voices where you're like, oh, what would Sarah say? You you all message me and tell me how you use these voices, which I love, where you're like, oh, Sarah Dean, she would tell me to do this. How do you do that for yourself? How do you coach yourself? If you don't know, keep listening to podcast episodes here. (laughs) I'm often, I'm constantly coaching you and I'm often giving you ways to get into your own head and use different messaging on yourself in order to get different outcomes, in order to override that inner critic and get the outcome that you want, in order to push past the fear, in order to push past the noise. So those are your five steps to push past the fear, push past the noise. Number one, acknowledge the fear, but don't let it drive. Number two, create space for growth mindset in order to really shut down that fixed mindset. Number three is to collect different evidence. Number four is to talk through your fear with a safe person. And number five is to channel your coach to override your inner critic. Lots of good stuff here today. Oh my goodness. So as a reminder, and if you need more of this, if you're like, yeah, I need like all the stuff we just talked through, that's what I really want to work on. We will be doing work around this inside Momentum Mamas in the coming months. And I would love to have you join us. Our Momentum Mamas group, we meet every Monday on Zoom. You can always come to calls live or you can check out recordings. We get recordings up by the next day. The recordings actually go into a private podcast feed. And so you can access that Momentum Mamas content any way you want. When you join us, you get access to our private podcast feed, which is tons and tons of back calls with lots and lots of extra coaching on so many content areas and so many different topics. If you are in need of this, if you're like, yeah, like I need a place to be in community and connection. I need a place to push myself to show up and to make sure that I'm stepping into the person that I want to become, to make sure that I'm building the relationships that I want to build and using my voice and stepping into leaderships in all the ways that I really know that I can, but might need some tips and tools to do so, then let me help you. So again, Registration enrollment is only open for a few days. Go to shamelessmom.com slash momentum and you can join us inside Momentum Mamas. That's shamelessmom.com slash momentum and I'll see it inside Momentum Mamas. Thank you for being here for this episode. If you have any friends who need help with fear, if you know of any mamas who are stuck in fear, please 
share this episode with them. Take a screenshot, tag me at Shameless Mom Academy. I would love, love, love for other mamas who are feeling really overwhelmed by this moment in time to get some of the tools that they need to keep going. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.